I think another big piece of it too, um, and more so on the cross-departmental learnings is uh, like actual testing efficiency as well. Obviously, because we're spending so much on Facebook, a lot of the times we can test things a lot faster and we can test a lot more at once. Whereas maybe some on YouTube or TikTok, we don't have the same budget and we can't test, you know, 20 different ads all at one time. Um, and so we can test, you know, a bunch of different angles, creative styles, uh, copy and different messaging landing pages on Facebook, and then apply those learnings to other platforms without actually having to, you know, increase budgets there and test a whole lot more. Uh, we can find like, you know, winners from, from Facebook and, and start to build them out on other platforms. Brands, we need to talk. It's time to start texting your customers. Yotpo, the leading e-commerce marketing platform, has the most advanced SMS marketing solution to reach customers where they are on their phones. Yotpo enables brands to build unbeatable targeted SMS experiences to create customer connections and drive revenue fast. Visit yotpo.com, that's Y-O-T-P-O.com, and get personal with SMS marketing today. There's never been a better time to be a direct-to-consumer business. Join us as we uncover the strategies and scaling secrets of the world's most disruptive brands and agencies. This is DTC Podcast. Hello and welcome to All Killer No Filler. I'm Eric Dick. It is Friday in this weird Canadian-American long weekend, but we are super excited to bring together uh, the Pilot House Brain Trust one more to discuss the world's sexiest topic, which is cross-departmental learnings, how to facilitate them, why you need to facilitate them, and uh, some examples of, of ways that we've really been able to create some wins on the Pilot House agency side. You'll be able to create these wins for your brand or your agency after this podcast. I want to welcome everyone here. Megan, why don't we start with you and just say, you know, because you reached out to me, you're like, we got to do a podcast on cross-departmental learnings. Uh, and and so, so why should everyone care about cross-departmental learnings? Yeah, that's a really good question. So, I mean, I started this whole journey with, you know, looking at all of our different departments and how they communicate with each other. And, you know, what is Amazon learning from Google? And what is Facebook learning from email? And, that opened a whole can of worms. Um, there's just so much to cover there. So I thought it would make a really interesting topic. Um, but I think we have to start off with the question, like, why should you care to ask that question? Um, why should you pay attention to it? Why should you, um, you know, ask that question between different departments in your business? Or, you know, what can you learn from that, basically? Um, and I think it all boils down to it can save you money. <laughs> That's a good, good is, is the reason why you should care yeah yeah it can save you a lot of money um sharing learnings between departments um can just open up so much valuable information that you didn't consider on a certain platform um, that's, you know, crushing on one and you can apply it to another um and in in surprising ways so that's what I'm hoping we can talk about today that's awesome can you give me an yeah. example of a time that we've done this in the past uh yeah. like yeah yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so one, one thing that um, I, is just top of mind is you can look at your Facebook comments, for example, um, to see potential roadblocks to purchase, and you can apply that across all your platforms. Um, so you could just look at the comments there and you can get so much valuable information. 
Um, there's other things that could be like maybe crushing on one that you could use on another. So for example, something that's doing amazing on YouTube could be modified and used on TikTok, um, things like that. But you really have to, to adapt it to the platform that you're using it on. Um, but you still have to look at those learnings across all the platforms. Nice. Uh, Nate, what would, what, what's, you know, as, as one of our lead Facebook media buyers, can you think of something that you've been able to take from another department and apply uh, to create a win? Yeah, uh, totally. Even, even something as simple as like using Google click IDs to target on Facebook. Um, so working with the Google team to see audiences that are crushing on their end and modifying them to, to use them for Facebook, like something as simple as that tends to work quite well. Nice. And then what about you, Rob, on the, on the Amazon side of things? Like you're obviously taking, you can take imagery. You could be, t- you could be using the, you know, the highest, the, you know, the highest, um, most engaging images that, that come across on Facebook or, or Google for Amazon. G- give me an example or your thoughts there. Yeah. So you can definitely use like look at winning, winning creatives and stuff like that. Um, creatives for YouTube, like are going to be more polished than your typical like UGC Facebook stuff and more polished stuff typically does better on Amazon. So there's some, some shared learnings there. Um, as well as looking at like which ad angles, specifically pain points are converting with your Facebook ads and bringing that front and center in listing. So if that's getting someone to click and getting them to the webpage. Like how can you harness that on your Amazon listing? And, and I, I think the next, the big question is like, how do you get like, how do you get out of silos? Like what are the actual th- you know systems that we use so that when there are wins on specific accounts or on specific traffic sources, that these wins get translated to the rest of the team? Yeah, that's a good question. And something that we're currently working on, I don't think anyone has a perfect solution to that. Um, one of the things, and this is a challenge, is just having more meetings so that you get the teams together to brainstorm and discuss what's working. Um, I mean, that sucks. Nobody wants more meetings, but just getting everybody together to discuss the account can be really great. Um, We also use like a a task management tool as well um, to share learnings on what creative is working and things like that. Um, And I think there's just different tools and task management stuff that you can use to communicate um, what's crushing. Um, But honestly, a lot of it comes down to communication uh, and making sure that everybody's talking to each other. Do we have specific Slack? I know there is a specific Slack channel for cross-departmental learnings between Helmkin, which is our performance marketing lead generation focused company and Pilot House. So when they're finding a a certain kind of creative uh, style or even specific kind of images working really well on the performance side, that gets sort of translated through to the the agency clients on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, like a lot of people will post it. We have like a a general or a pilot house channel and people will post like questions like, hey, like I have this conundrum. How do I crush on this? And then everyone will just kind of swarm in like piranhas and be like, this is what's working for me. Hey, try this, try that. And that's one of the great things of working at pilot houses. Everybody has a million ideas. So you can always mine that for some gold there if you're struggling. (laughs) I love it. Uh, how are you doing, Saul? You're, I know I know we're keeping you from your lunch, but we're very <laughs> glad you could be here. Any thoughts from you on the Google side of things? Like I know you know you guys are are are, are heads down building out these campaigns. Um, what are you are, are you because you guys have you know, you're the highest intent traffic source out there. Are you able to provide learnings to to the Facebook team that really help them or or vice versa? Yeah, um first of all, yeah, you're you're lucky I had something to eat because I was really cranky. You don't Good. want to so. No. Um, yeah, so uh, Taylor's here. Uh, and besides, you know, 
the the good old um, UTM click ID stuff for um, for Facebook campaigns. Um, we we usually also get you know the best angles from them to see if there's any search volume surrounding those angles. Um, obviously, we make segments. I think I've mentioned that before. We make we've made segments also on analytics from Facebook traffic to be able to add it to you know our our Google audiences and uh, bid accordingly. So that's all you know optimizations that you can use uh, cross cross channel. Also, we've been working a lot more with our Amazon team because of the search based uh, nature of their ads as well. So the, the Amazon buyers and Google buyers um, right now they're, you know, um, for a couple of our clients that we have in both, uh, in both platforms, they're discussing, you know, keyword strategies, what's working on Amazon, what's working on Google, see if they can, you know, add some of that to, to the Amazon mix. Uh, and overall right now, I think Google is being a real help with um, not attribution, but just making sure that the guys have signals that they can follow. Now that the pixel has crept out, uh, analytics is a better place for them to find, um, like Taylor calls them, signals for them to make decisions on Facebook ads. And, it, and analytics is also very, uh, um, it's almost real time. Um, so they can see what's going on on the day and make their decisions based on that. Like, And I think it's right now, um, you can see, traffic better on analytics than they could see before on their dashboard. And, and I think that's helping us also navigate this whole iOS 14 debacle with the Facebook stuff. Nice. Taylor, are you rolling up? I know you're such a data focused person. Are you really rolling up your sleeves and diving into analytics as well for some of this source of truth? Heavily, yeah. I think we found it really valuable, even for us having a make ensuring the entire team understands the nuances of each channel, like where it fits into the funnel, where it, where it typically is most efficient in the funnel and being able to analyze that. Uh, you know, I'm looking at analytics, comparing platforms day to day, trying to get a read on consumer trends as well, or troubleshoot uh, how we can improve or what we should scale more and things like that too. So it, we find that's really helpful in general, getting a read, for example, of knowing the nuances of attribution within analytics, how that differs from each platform, and then what that how those data uh, points change throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever that looks like, it gives us good good indicators about what platform to focus a day on in looking at our overall ecosystem efficiency, if that makes sense. Totally. I, th I think there's, you know, there's two kinds of cross-departmental learnings here, and, and they're kind of different for maybe brands and for agencies. With brands, you're really going to focus on those different traffic sources, whether it's your own media and, and all these other paid channels that you want to have learnings flowing across between. But if you're listening and you're an agency, there's just also so much value in, in, in learnings from client to client. So whether it's just you know, hey, quadrant ads are working. So adrents that come in a, in a four square quadrant, you know, seem are working well with this client. Let's test them there. I feel like a lot of those wins come down to creative trends, like whatever eye catching creative trends are sort of happening in the moment, uh, going across all all, all clients, uh, just to make sure that they're all benefiting from the learnings that individual, uh, you know, media buyers make. Uh, would you agree with that's sort of how it works, Megan? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we share information like that all the time. It's super valuable. Um, just to kind of preface all that though, testing is always still so important because just because something is crushing on one account doesn't mean it's going to crush on another and same between departments. Um, so we're still always, always testing everything. Um, but there is a lot to learn, um, you know, between different accounts. Um, even if they seem like com from completely different realms, 
sometimes weirdly the trends will translate across anyway. Um, so you kind of have to think outside of the box and not limit yourself too much when you're starting to test things that are, are working on other accounts. How did nutrition brand Newsist increase their cart conversion rate? They became an eco-friendly brand with EcoCart. EcoCart is a free e-commerce plugin for D2C brands to offer more sustainable products through carbon-neutral ordering options at checkout. Visit ecocart.io to get started on your path to saving the planet while profiting. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think another big piece of it too, um, and more so on the cross-departmental learnings, is uh, like actual testing efficiency as well. Obviously, because we're spending so much on Facebook, a lot of the times we can test things a lot faster and we can test a lot more at once. Whereas maybe some on YouTube or TikTok, we don't have the same budget and we can't test, you know, 20 different ads all at one time. Um, and so we can test, you know, a bunch of different angles, creative styles, uh, copy and different messaging landing pages on Facebook and then apply those learnings to other platforms without actually having to, you know, increase budgets there and test a whole lot more. Uh, we can find like, you know, winners from from facebook and, and start to build them out on other platforms love it. it it's just sort of when when you're following the the sort of the rules of pilot house which are so much so based on like on iteration and constantly sort of feeding the machine to, to be finding these new angles uh fighting burnout all of these things you just need to have this cross-departmental communication so that you're constantly testing the things that are working elsewhere it's not rocket science but it's something that i i think you know companies could get siloed if they're not really thinking about it what are some of the big challenges to this kind of way of thinking uh, and, and actually enacting it throughout the business. Oh man, it's, yeah, every department speaks a different language. I would say that's the number one challenge. And, I don't know, Nate, if you want to weigh in on that. Yeah. But. And, and it's just like, it seems so much easier to just like message somebody in a DM yeah. than, you know, in front of everybody. Uh, and I feel like that's a big part of it is so much of this happens naturally and organically, but it happens kind of in the background. Um, and so it's not as beneficial to, to every party. Uh, whereas if you can really open up that conversation whether it be in meetings or just like making sure everybody's really talking in shared channels. Uh, but yeah, that, it can be pretty hard to do at times. I would say that there's just like a ground to cover too in the, in the different possibilities. Like we might notice, for example, say we position a promo in a certain way, an angle or the or even the name of the promo may perform really, like say we have two, one might do really well on Facebook, given just the external forces on Facebook, where we're meeting someone in the journey, where uh, competition is on the platform, things like that. And then an, another name of the same sale may end up outperforming on Google, for example, like there's a lot of ground you can, can cover and it can get easy to get sucked into a lot of different directions. So it's just important to have to be nimble, but also um, but also look at it, uh, look at the, the different opportunities and try to stay focused as well. Very cool. So, sorry, teach your buyers too, to that, that there is value in other channels. Um, and I think everyone at Pothouse instills this, but it can be easy if you're say focused on Amazon that like you see a Google update and you don't read it because it's, uh, it's Google is not relevant to me, but really it is relevant to you because there might be something you can learn from it there. Um, so just really making sure buyers are aware of that and actually looking at the other channels and what they're doing for for value and wins because it'll help them improve their own channel and even on that something as simple as like combined calls um, i know some agencies have like separate calls for different departments with clients um super important to to combine those so that you guys are you know talking it all through together and hearing what other departments have to say one of the things i don't think we've done it in a while but we used to do rocket seats where we'd have a specific buyers create presentations on specific camp campaigns and sort of or account sort of and give presentations to the whole company is that something that's happening on a smaller scale still or is there are some plans to bring that back 
Yeah, we, we definitely do it consistently still. Um, obviously, just with the iOS changes and everything going down right now, we've been kind of uh, all piling into that. And uh, our meetings, uh, our weekly meetings uh, for all buyers are, are really focused on that, that aspect of it. Um, but we definitely are still doing this going forward. And it's uh, super valuable. I love it. I think uh, I think we could do a podcast probably just on Slack and 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 how how we organize Slack. <laughs> yes. Like Slack is just such a big part of our lives. It's bigger than email. Uh, maybe not for me as a newsletter uh, pr- promoter, but uh, but w- what are we sending per day? Is something like over four thousand messages a day are Slack happening on our Slack. Slack is love. Slack is life. <laughs> Slack is war. Yeah, Slack is <laughs> Slack is hate. Slack is all of it. Uh, shout out to Slack. If you're listening, Slack, we're looking for sponsors for Q4. Uh, we think you'd be a great one because we, we, we talk the hell out of you because, uh, because it's just, just an essential tool at this point. Is that, that's probably where a hundred percent of these learnings are shared. Uh, also in meetings too. Meetings yeah. too yeah. Like in, yeah, yeah. So yeah. And not Slack uh, meetings, by the way, not we're, Slack. We're, we're using Hangouts. <laughs> so we're not totally Slack slaves. Yeah. Google uh, Meet or Slack is where this is all going down. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anything, uh, you know, I, I, you know, it's a Friday here. It's a long weekend. Uh, anything else to add from anyone before we uh, head off uh, into Miller time? <laughs> we all drink craft beer though. So yeah, I don't know about Miller time. Um, yeah. I, I just say like that this is this particular podcast is really timely because of iOS 14. Um, just with the changes there, looking at your overall ecosystem and performance is super important. Um, like all the guys have already just said. Um, but now more than ever, you should be paying attention to this, whether you're a brand or an agency, um, ask these questions, think about it critically, make sure you're communicating with your team and, um, you can't go wrong. Yeah. That's really hard to do if you're not communicating properly between departments, uh, or between departments, if you have, you know, Google trying to look at overall and Facebook trying to look at all overall completely separately, it obviously isn't going to add up properly. So. It's important to, to definitely be in, in constant communication. Nice. Well, we certainly had no chaser with this uh, all killer, no filler episode on cross-departmental learning. So I want to thank everyone for taking the time today. And uh, yeah, let's let's keep communicating out there. It's easy to get in, in those silos, but there's just always so much value in connecting with your coworkers, especially when they're as, as bright and lovely as all of you are. Aww. Thanks, everyone. And for laughing at all my jokes, you guys are the best. Uh, if you want to find more about Pilot House, you go to pilothouse.co, fill out a form. We'll be in touch with you. We'll be we'll get on the phone and, and talk about uh, any issues you may be having with your current cross-departmental issues, uh, as well as uh, any any traffic source that under the sun, we can also help you with that. So go to pilothouse.co.com. And if you, ha- .co, and if you haven't already, go to directtoconsumer.co right now and subscribe to our amazing newsletter where all of these learnings are, are sent out on a weekly basis. Uh, anyone with uh, any weekend exciting weekend plans to share? Not me. Uh, Nate, no. No, no one's got <laughs> anything, huh? No, it's we're hike. just working. We're just yeah, working. hiking and biking, working. <laughs> hiking, biking, working. My friend just yeah. bought a new house. I'm going to see it tonight. So oh, that's, that's pretty exciting that's to me. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. see that you want to work with people that are, you know, not, not too exciting on the weekends because <laughs> you want them to still be checking out your campaign. So I think this works well. Awesome. And thanks for, uh, and thank God Saul got some food before joining us because he's been an absolute pleasure as well. Oh, Saul. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Nice thanks, shots. guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.